0: RX Radio The Fat Boy Show.
1: Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV
0: Uganda, it's your moment. Welcome to Filmscope UG a segment where we get to talk to the players in the film industry in Uganda. We talk to producers, directors, actors, uh, technicians, name it. Anyone that works in the film industry in this country, we are going to talk to them. We will talk to them. They will tell us what it takes to bring a movie to life. Now, today on FilmScope, we have James King by Gen Z, who is a producer, writer, and director? He is best known for his work in City of Dust, Prodigal Father that came out in 2014, Forbidden Fruit, The Final Test, and The Crumpled Flower. James King Bajenzi, you are welcome on Filmscope.
1: Thank you so much. I'm very glad to be on. And uh, thank you for the great work you're doing uh, to build in film industry together.
0: We are glad to have you. Now, why aren't you called King James Bajenzi? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, initially, I mm. uh, would call James Bajenzi, mm-hmm. but uh, I was quite a radical youth growing up and so on, and so King came up. And, okay. Uh, it became part of my story as well. So, you know, I just started in the middle. I'm not a starting. I'm not claiming to be a king of any, because many people ask me about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's uh, where I see my...
0: My place in the world. Okay. Um, you know, you are the author of your own life. So you write Correct. your script and you direct it. <laughs> Absolutely. So no wonder you find yourself in the film industry. Correct. You played the lead character in the feature film City of Dust. Yes. Um, tell us how that was. All right. Uh,
1: City of Dust was... Uh director and uh, the cinematographer was uh, a South Korean is now an American I think but uh, the family lived in Uganda mm-hmm. and so you know he held auditions I got to hear about the and so I went there and I got the lead role and so I ended up playing the lead role.
0: Okay. Any awards for that role?
1: No because I think uh, by the time I think it was late with some if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, it was great. It was quite an, uh, an adventurous film for its time. But I think he didn't follow. I think he came in a little bit late. And so he didn't, you know, submit at the right time or something like that.
0: Okay. So tell us about your journey in film. Um, how did you get into film? Did you always want to be um, an actor? Did you want to be one of the players, like behind the scenes, on the screen?
1: thank you um, initially i started out as an actor and uh, but you know because the, the industry was still nursing in uganda it was still quite young, and so therefore the roles were so pure and fabulous. And you know i got a bit impatient but i'm also a writer and initially wanted to write within you know the novel sphere i wanted to write books and stuff like that because i'd read so many novels mm. but uh, I, I got in touch, I mean, I, I connected with Maisha Film Lab at a certain my life. That's when I said, oh, well, wait a minute, um, I think film could be uh, you know, an interesting medium. And so I started to explore about it. And that's where I understood that that's where I belong. And that's where I fit in. And so I started writing scripts, you know, under the tutelage of uh, Maisha Film Lab for a time. And then, you know, broke out on my own after that.
0: Oh, so, so, now, so now you're currently doing your own thing. Do you have like a production house of your own?
1: Yes, I have a production house. It's called Real Impact Foundation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, that's what I'm producing you Under that, under that film. Okay. So it's been a journey. Um, I started, like I said, as an actor, and then I started writing my scripts. But then I found myself in Kabale because I was part of the nascent film industry in Kampala. But due to certain circumstances, my mom fell sick and so I was supposed to go back to Kabbalah where she was. Oh, sorry about that. Yes. But when I reached here, I found that, uh, you know, there was nothing absolutely happening, you know, in film. You can, that's the same story in many rural areas. At that time, I was like, "What's going to happen because I want to do film, I still want to make films. And I was like, if I have to bring people from Kampala, it's going to be so expensive. So I said, okay, I'm going to start training people. And that's how that journey started.
0: I became a trainer, I'm not planned
1: to do that. Mm. But I started
0: training people and so on and so forth. And now we have a small industry to come up. Ah, so uh, to dig deeper into the Real Impact Foundation, the that's yeah. the production company that you lead, what kind of stories do you tell? What kind of stories... Um, Suit your fancy. The stories you feel like Ugandans should see these stories. They should get to know them.
1: Yes. Uh, so I love drama. Mm-hmm. I love drama, and uh, I think within our community, we we have a very rich stories. But unfortunately, I think many filmmakers, when they come, they you know they are still looking at film through the lens of the Western filmmaking style. That's you know? right. And so. Yes, so we have not yet uh, gotten enough filmmakers to think about our own style. I'll give you an example. Mm. In our storytelling, if you have a boy or a man courting a lady, mm-hmm. you're going to have a man courting a lady with the usual stuff the chocolates, the flowers, and so on and so forth.
0: Which are so Western?
1: Extremely Western. Well mm-hmm. If you if, if you ask a Karamoja girl how they their courtship goes, I've heard stories about uh, wrestling matches, uh, you know, a girl being wrestled to the ground. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I I condone that, I'm just saying that was our culture, you know? That was our cultural experience. So, can we have, so again, for example, girls want um, sort of dominant male, some girls, I'm I'm not generalizing. And they want sort of, so in a way, it may not be a physical wrestling match, but. There's something like that. So I'd like people to go back and explore these kind of our own ways, our own traditions, our own ways of how we go about doing our own life, you know. So if we could do that, I think our stories would be really enriched and uh, we'd we'll be able to tell stories that are more accurate to where we're coming from. Mm. So that's what I'm actually trying to do from this side of my, my neck in the wood. Okay. So to so,
0: uh, so, so, in a nutshell, you're trying to create stories through the African lens, the African perspective. Exactly. Correct. Ah, Correct. I think that's interesting because, like you said earlier, when you get to look at movies shot here, the difference yes. is just that the the actors are Ugandans and probably the setting is in Uganda, but the rest is not Ugandan.
1: It's not Ugandan. And so how are we telling our stories? You, you get it.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I understand. Think
1: that, yes. I think if we are unable to really, like, you know, for example, I get a lot of uh, Western people coming through. You know, we have a huge expatriate community. We have a lot of people who come through. We have tourists. Mm. And I meet filmmakers and they are so anxious. They, they ask me, I want to watch a Ugandan film. Mm. And when you bring them Ugandan films, they're like, mm, okay, uh, there's something because they they wanted to to connect with a certain authenticity. Mm-hmm. They want to connect with a real, with the real Ugandan experience, with the real Chichiga experience. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we are not careful, we are going to miss out on that. You know, the Godfather of African cinema, Osman Ben. Yes, he said something very profound. He said, if we don't tell our story. Africa will disappear. In other words, Africa is not the continent, you know?
0: Mm.
1: In in one way it is, but the continent of Africa, the Africanness is who we are, not our story, you know. And so if we are speaking like Americans, we are eating like Americans, we're spreading like Americans, we are doing everything like Americans, all of a sudden we are no longer American. I mean we're not African, mm. but the saddest part is that we are still not American either. But so who are we? We are, just lost, you know?
0: We are misplaced.
1: We are misplaced. So <laughs> it's very important for, especially the storytellers of this generation, to remain true to their craft, mm. especially to remain true to their identity of who they are, whose story are they telling.
0: Mm, I see. As you were speaking, what came to my mind was... Uh, books written by African writers like uh, Chinua Achebe, Wolso yes. Inka, uh, wa Thiongo, and they always told the African story. That's why exactly. they are rated as Africa's best. Exactly.
1: They are so, very authentic.
0: Mm-hmm. So if we can get that into film, that would be good. Exactly. And we Absolute. have people like you to do that. <laughs> That's
1: what we are trying to do. We are yes. trying to do our bit. Mm. hopefully many more people enjoy this hopefully mm. many more people are, are able to discard it. because even me myself to mm. be honest to get to this place it also took me a metamorphosis you know I had to discard this whole because I mean we are educated in you know, a western style almost everything is western
0: yes everything that's
1: right we use is western you know mm. and so before you know it you're thinking in a western way
0: that's true that,
1: that does not help our culture, it does not help who we are, it does not help our people. I believe, like right now, film is getting a little bit more traction among the people, but I believe that if we begin to tell stories that people will live, you know, then I think we we'll will get much more accessibility and, uh, you know, before you know it, we will begin to make real money in film. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The documentary, created in the image of God you won a grant for that I am curious about the story in that documentary
1: (laughs) okay Uh, so the story it was a very personal story Mm -hmm. because it's a true story um, and it's very close to home because it's about my sister but also it's about mental health which is a very sort of not it's, not, it's not well understood, it has so many misconceptions about it, mm-hmm. and so it was a very interesting story for me to pursue because a lot of the things it was my first time to be able to talk to my sister literally. And I just gave her the film and said, What and she laughed so much about my own perspective. Mm-hmm. Of, herself and mental health and the whole journey. Just for watching the film, I've never said these things to her. And so I think for me that's why film is such a personal thing, in the sense that it's a it's a way of expression, right? Yes, it's that's a way right. for you to be able to express your and be honest about it, you know. It allows you space to be honest mm-hmm. and say things ordinarily you may not have been able to say. So it was a very complex exercise because we had a limited, I uh, was competing with other people, mm. uh, we had amount of time within which to tell our story, and yet, I mean, mental health is a very complex issue to discuss. I agree. You know, and so how was I going to do justice with, um, in, in that short space of time? How, how much lucky. time
0: did you have?
1: I had about, not more than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah to tell a story about mental health. How, how did you do that, you know? Mm. I was very lucky that, I met at that time, my mentor at the time, I had two mentors,
0: mm.
1: and uh, they came from a background of uh, sort of poetic documentary style making. They, they had a very poetic way of expressing mm. uh, the story. And, and so I found it easy to tell a story Symbols and this and that and the other, all the poetic um, sort of devices, you know, and so that helped me to tell my story within a very short space of time, but to be able to be authentic, to be real, and to say what I wanted to say, really.
0: Ah, okay. It must have been uh, great work. I mean, you won a grant for that. Yes, I do. And I agree with you. Mental health is a big issue that many people are actually oblivious to, and uh, many people don't understand it, so if we have works of art that are uh, particularly addressing that, it's it's a a step in the right direction, and I commend you for that.
1: Thank you so much.
0: So, um, in your work, uh, in this work, what are some of the challenges you've uh, experienced as uh, a filmmaker in Uganda? Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Every filmmaker will agree with me that this is one of the hardest crafts, mm-hmm. uh, especially for a place like Uganda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because, um, you know, the people who you see in-, in film and who have been in it over years are driven by passion. They love it, mm-hmm. they are infected by the bugs, and they just can't leave it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not for the faint hearted. If, you, if you're a filmmaker, Mm. the landscape is so difficult for you the terrain is so hard for you to be able to express yourself as a filmmaker. Mm. as you mentioned at the beginning when you were introducing me you said i'm a director i'm a writer and i became all those things because i didn't see people who were able to allow me to express myself to tell my story you know
0: so you decided Until to it, become a jack of yeah, everything. I, I, had to
1: become, I had to become all those things. Mm. I had to become a producer. I had to become because I would have searched forever with a script. We don't have an industry that buys scripts. We don't have. So we're, we're basically building the blocks. We're building everything from scratch. Mm. It's, it's, it's gratifying now to see that in Kampala, people are beginning to get real money. I'm mm. happy about that. You can see that uh, DSTV, multi nice Chess, I think, MS. Is beginning to put money into the industry but you see that benefits the Kampala market what about us who are here i don't know how long it will take us to be able to benefit from that but that's an issue and so funding is one of the biggest issues because um there's a lot of money to fund other things i'm not sure there's enough money to fund film and so mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest things because film is one of the more expensive arts you know it's not like getting a guitar and strumming it and you're out with something. It's a really expensive uh, venture. So, but, you know, people are stuck to it. It's beginning to work. And yeah. uh, so in my own experience, I think I was lucky at a certain point that I, 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 met, a Western, I met a Canadian filmmaker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was able to push my agenda for a bit Both our agendas clashed, and so we then went our separate way. Yeah, essentially, funding would be one of the biggest, and then also, challenge itself. Because me, when I watch a lot of Ugandan made films, Mm. um, sort of hesitate because I don't feel that our actors are doing justice to the story. Okay.
0: Okay, actually, I will interject right there. Uh, Since this seems to be the problem most people, most audiences in Uganda are finding with our actors how do you think they can be helped as in, you see the storyline is good but then the actor the acting is lacking what do you think Uganda has to do what do you think we can do as Uganda to change the trajectory of that to be like our colleagues in neighbouring Kenya here
1: Yes. So one, um, I think they have to break, have to break their understanding of what acting is. I think they've watched a lot of people acting, mm. and so when they go, when they go behind the and start acting, when they, the, the director says action, they're coming from a place where they know they're supposed to act like this, you know. And yet, the moment you do that. You you've already killed the whole vibe because acting is so natural, you know. But think our first big actors who went uh, are from stage, honestly. They come from a drama. They mm. come from theatre. Mm. Into, into movies. Into movies. Theatre is a different dynamic because theatre is about exaggeration. It's about, you want to make sure the last person in the theater can hear you. You're shouting, you're, you're being all these expressions, and so on and so forth. Come around, you hope to be more than that. You know, mm. you should be able to understand what I mean when I just blink my eye. You know, mm. the of my mouth crinkles a little bit. You should be able to tell what I feel with you. But people here will. You know, when they're acting, oh, they, they have to cry. They're taking five minutes crying as this. If, <laughs> if you can't understand sorrow
0: without mm. having to cry. I can be sorrow S- so what without you're, having to cry. Uh, you're right. So what you're trying to say is that uh, most of our actors bring yes, drama, theatrical absolutely. drama to the screen.
1: Yes. and. You know, the camera is so intelligent that it can pick a simple gesture. It can, so that's the thing. They, they, I think they're over mm. But also, another thing which I think for me is key is because, so for example, you mentioned Kenya. Mm. I grew up in Kenya. Mm. And so I know the acting, they've had their actors forever. I grew up watching drama. You know, mm. I grew up watching, watching TV and and, and was, I, I could see the things you were acting and so on and so forth. But Remember, we also had a war situation, mm. and so a, a lot of what was happening in Uganda died, you know, the act died, except that we had the traditional theatre. Mm. And then, during the theatre, most of what was happening was comedy. you know. It, it sort of was because it demanded that. The Chinese demanded people to laugh because there was so much to cry about, you mm. know. But I feel that our Ugandan actors have failed to break out of the mold of comedy. They think everything needs to be Even, you know, and I think, you know, I think you can tell a story. You don't need to make it a laugh, you know.
0: So what do you think we can do to change that? Do we need, like, acting academies in Uganda to train these guys, in you know, on how to... For lack of a better word make love to the camera. I agree with the camera.
1: Our filmmakers should you know educate themselves as much as they can a lot of resources are available online um, but yes if if training if active training could uh, could resume because there used to be a lot of uh, a lot of training going on um, so the, the school can help but uh, also, I think the audience needs to become to speak out more. They mm. need to be more critical, mm. and uh, so that the, the the artists can hear from them and then begin to. Because you see, at the end of the day, it's, it's business as well. Yes. I want an audience. Yes, I want to reach out to the audience, and so therefore, I must craft a story that appeals to them.
0: Okay. Mm. Uh, so, James, if people want to know more about your work, how do they get to you?
1: all right um fortunately yeah. <laughs> i am in in kabale which is lower than the city so i've also been a bit slow in going to the right places but i'm on facebook um well, real impact foundation is also on facebook so on facebook i'm james King tingbajenzi that's my personal page and then i have real impact foundation is also on facebook at real impact and foundation.
0: real impact is r-e-e-l real impact Correct. foundation Correct. E L. Okay.
1: As in the film reel. Yes.
0: Okay. And uh, do you have a, um, a Twitter handle, a YouTube channel?
1: Yes. So on Twitter, uh, it's James King as well. James and
0: King on YouTube, mm.
1: Yes. On YouTube, I have, it's Real really foundation as well.
0: Okay. It was really great to talk to you. I hope we can talk to you in the near future when you have a new project that you could yes. probably have finished. <laughs> yes. I'd like to It'll see be, some of your work.
1: I'd love you to see it. it would be an absolute delight for us to connect again. And yes. I really appreciate it. So thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to share my, my thoughts and my views.
0: All right. It was great talking to you. Have a lovely day.
1: You do the same. Thank you.
0: That was Filmscope UG brought to you by DSTV Uganda. You can listen to any of our previous podcasts by going to the podcast section on the RX Radio app or on our website. Just choose any podcast that you would like to re listen to and have a good time. My name is Olive, and this is The Fat Boy Show.
1: Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV, DSTV Uganda, it's your moment.